It is Friday the 24th of August 2018 and this is episode 339 of Digital Outbox. feel that long ago since it was episode 180 we've been doing this far far too long and that was what probably six seven years ago i know because <laughs> because we used to be religiously weekly yeah and then we're, as we've got older and like more slack yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'm chris hello welcome to the next episode of digital outbox uh ian's here as well hello again uh, good afternoon, Chris. Yes, afternoon indeed. Um, a little bit of an early slot. Nice. Maybe you'll get a bit more energy for, in, you know, into the bargain. Maybe not. Never promise what you can't deliver. Quite right too. Like Android. No, that's not fair. Good segue. <laughs> Zing. Android 9 Pi has been released. This Pi. Now, hasn't it been um, sweets and sweet things up till now? And well, well, now we've like- gone to Pi. It was Kit Kat and Marshmallow. Yeah, exactly. And they're all bars and ice cream cake or ginger, Gingerbread. So there are loads. Anyway, we've gone pie, which I think actually is a reasonable uh, deviation. But I think pie, just pie in America, not, cannot, is it not sweet pie? I guess, yeah, you get pumpkin pie and things like that, don't you? Yeah, all right. So like, I'm thinking like American pie. Cherry and, pie. Yeah, and like, you know, it's like... Yeah, fair, apple, fair dues. Okay. So yeah. I would say like apple tart or something like that rather than apple yeah, pie. But maybe, you know. Yeah, you're, I think you're right. I'm just being too English. Um, well, I'd, if somebody says to me, do you want a pie? It would be like they've been meeting it. Yeah. Too yeah. right. They haven't thought about this, have they? They haven't thought this through. Anyway, no. <laughs> so if you're a Pixel owner, uh, anyone that was on the beta program as well, uh, then over the air, start it. Well, you know, it will have already started. You can get, get uh, Android 9 and it comes with a whole host of small tweaks and, and features. A lot of sort of ai being put into it uh things like that sort of under the skin again but there are some nice usability tweaks apparently um but really it's waiting for its um what's it called android wellness is it called i can't remember the name of it uh, there's a digital wellness a digital um wellness. and i think i think they're just they're going to hang fire until the pixel 3 event which is in, in probably end september start of october yeah okay and that's when all the kind of tracking your your life statistics and feeding into that will all start sort of ramping up. But yeah, so it's not launching with that, although you can sign up to the beta. Um, yeah, and and it's interesting. I've got the beta of iOS 12 and it's it's got similar type things that tells you um, how long you've been on things. You can limit social media apps. Mm, that's and, right. Um, and it's, Screen it's brightness nice. and things like that can be adapted. And you, yeah. yeah, and so so you can set it to like say no more than an hour of social media a day. And, mm-hmm. and then you get to the near the end, it just, and then when you... The app goes black and white, basically. Right. The icon, and when you try to launch it, it says, "But you've reached your limit." And, and then you, can you have to it. go in. I was going to say, then you just have to go to settings and remove it. No, no, you actually just hit the button. So it's just about awareness more than anything. It's awareness, yeah. um, and I guess so. I, I, I've, it's only triggered once for me, you know, so moving my limits too high. But but I know um, Shaq had it on the first couple of days, and he just turned it off. So this is junk. It's just winding me up because it's showing me how much I'm using it too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing its job too well. Yeah, um, it it now makes a sound when you plug in your charger as well. Bing. There you go, amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I think uh, rather than go through all the details, there's no. there's some nice there's some nice bits and bobs in there. Um, the battery life optimization again, it's they're touting that. Um, uh, so that's intelligently doing that. It's intelligently operating apps in the background based on what you like to do and what it predicts you're going to do next uh and there's various other little bits and bobs again that it's hard maybe to quantify what difference it makes but theoretically it's all towards the greater good anyway and and, and people are saying it's like a solid update it's not there's no and i think we're seeing that from all the all our operating systems whether it's desktop but mobiles you know, they've got they've, they've went through like all that innovation kind of stage and they've, they've all matured so it's all yeah basically all the apps that you know were operating system driven have kind of been absorbed into the operating system but apps is very much where the innovation theoretically should lie but even then i think it's almost it's become too much day-to-day right it's lost some of the buzz around it and that, that's fair enough things you know when a product matures that's what happens right yes mm. i agree 
So anyway, so for those lucky enough that are already on the programs, you can get that. And for the rest of us, it'll be, well, over the next either few months or lots of months, depending on how your provider wants to support it. Well, you're on Android, you never see it. So. <laughs> One thing that Android does see is your location, even when you tell it not to. Google has, um, I guess, that I've been called out on a basically a setting which says you can remove your uh, location history and location tracking. Um, it's actually been proven that it doesn't actually stop your phone in all aspects of recording your location. So when you run specific apps and carry out specific actions, it still will record your location to the phone. Now, obviously, people have had this called out um, and Google have come out and said, well, yes, we do. We do say that this is the history. And that means we don't track in a particular area of our architecture. We don't track where you are uh, in a kind of sequence of events history. Um, but we still do need to use your location for various bits, bops, the others, and that and that is then stored on your phone and potentially sent to us as well. Um, so they they've said that yeah, you can even turn that secondary bit off, but you've got to go to I, I, I can't off the top of my head I can't even remember the name of the setting because it makes no reference to location whatsoever. Um, and I, and that's when it all feels a little bit uh, as if there's a, a little bit underhand because there's a setting called location history, which sounds obviously what it is, and you can uh, enable or disable it. Another setting is called web and app activity. Yeah. And web and app activity doesn't sound like it's related to location. Um, but if you want to stop Google from saving what they're calling location markers, you turn that off. But by turning that off, it, it just stops it, a whole other Google and functionality. I'm, and I'm guessing that's that ultimately that, that's what it comes down to is the fact that they can't do what they do with their services without some aspect of location now uh, and users by turning that off would end up with a phone that's you know pretty useless i would say um from what the, you know from their everyday use so i guess that's the difficulty and maybe why they don't want to push this further but what they're saying is we're being very clear on what the activity does it does now tell them that it will record um some location data in in applications but that's tricky to actually for a user to go and delete because it's in various locations it's very related to different apps and therefore it's 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 not a case of you can just go and delete it so if you do you know commit a murder and you want to hide your location it's a bit more tricky for you because you've got to do it in several different applications yeah i mean gloves on <laughs> so or don't take your phone uh call the call the getaway driver on a on a on a landline wow i i think it's just back to because i remember facebook went through a period of this where it's so many settings it just wasn't clear what you had to do if you wanted to disable a certain thing or enable a certain thing yeah um, and it felt like it was i don't know what it was just you know you know big company moving too fast or whether they were being slightly underhand and that's this this feels to me slightly underhand when google says it's been perfectly clear because turning off location history doesn't stop some tracking it's like come on that's yep. Average user, if you asked them, you know, if you did your, you know, if this was a Brexit type question, and, you know, and, and most I guess, people would say that's that should be, it's not doing any tracking. And I guess average everyday user as well, as soon as they turned off that setting and found that it actually balked a whole load of other things, they'd probably turn it right back on again. Cause, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. <laughs> so they'll turn it off because they've heard all the bad media reports. And as soon as they find they can't go on WhatsApp and talk to their friends, they just whap it back straight back on again. And mine, mine's is on. It's yeah, like, yeah. um, there's lots of things I, I benefit from it, so it's all. I don't think about it too much, and most of my services no. are left on. So, yeah. again, I, I can see, I can see the, I can see why the headlines appear, and I can see all those other things. But at the end of the day, I kind of like what it does for me. At the end, and I, on the balance of things, I prefer it to have it than not have it. Agreed. Instapaper is back in the EU after it's got it got removed from um, G to GDPR. Uh, and then the owners had to do a buyout basically to try and get things moving again. They did, and now it's back, and you can buy a premium subscription again. So it's all back to where it was probably six or seven years ago. Um, and yeah, it's GDPR compatible now, so they are back. Yeah, it's bought by Pinterest. Not really much done with you know when when Pinterest owned them. And um, I think it's a good thing. I I used to use Instapaper. I moved over to using Pocket. Um, lots of people swear by it and it's good it's back in Europe I and mean, it was even it was bizarre some Americans were over in Europe and couldn't use it because it was it was location based and it was like that's 
that's pretty sucky. And I actually think they've got more chance of being successful in the fact that they're saying, yep, and there's a premium service, so pay for the service. So they're, if you get value, pay for it. They're back in a revenue stream, and at least that means that you get, you know, instead of having these bubbles, at least you have to cover your own costs kind of thing. I mean, so much money's been sunk into it at some point or other, but, you know, it, they, they, they were building up, and they had interest at the time, you know, before Pinterest did take over and kind of just left it in limbo almost. Um, so, yeah. Well, the only thing, the only difference I saw was that Pinterest, so these are premium features, so like, you know, full text search and unlimited notes, and you can do a texty speech and a, you can send it to Kindle. So, yeah, I guess it turns into like, you know, almost like little mini audiobooks or your news of the day type thing, which is quite smart, you know, yeah. um, but they made that free. Right. So, okay. so, they, so they took the revenue what? stream away, but. Mm. Yeah. The, and, and I guess the, the, the one big problem they've got is the fact that, you know, uh, notes no is it notes uh that microsoft products and there's there's um, a, one note you've got one note from microsoft so there's one note and there's all the kind of uh evernote um evernote and you've and, got pocket and, you've and, got and browsers have their own yeah things now and you know yeah they've all got read it later so. so so it's it's have they now missed that slot have they missed where it turns your name into the default you know provider of that kind of service and are other people now doing things better for cheaper? You know, it doesn't. It, I think they may have missed a trick. Who knows? Maybe they'll they'll get it back. But there's certainly a lot more providers that are doing a similar thing on on the market now. Yeah, I think that. I mean, the centre kind of Kindle and text to speech feel like they're kind of, you know, they're the ones that I've not seen everybody else doing. Whereas you can get unlimited notes everywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can do that without much hassle, and you know, an ad free website. It's like well. Yeah. I've got ads everywhere. Although YouTube ads are starting to annoy me. I don't know if they've ramped them up since they offered their premium, but it's there. Literally, you cross them off, and then about two seconds later, they seem to come back again. And there's some really there's some really horrible ones. It's like you no know, minute long advert for a fifty second video. It's mm-hmm. like, and I know I know that I know that's the creator can choose. Yeah. It's like you need to really think about. But what even choosing, the overlay yeah. adverts, they're just they're appearing so regularly now. It just yeah, it's a, it's yeah. And I've seen a couple of, and I guess is, because they're saying now, well, you can pay to get rid of them. And I've seen a couple of tweets that have said once you've paid, and I've I mean I was offered three months. I don't know if you were the same. Mm-hmm. It's like I did like downloaded YouTube Music just to try it. And it's like have three. I don't want, I don't want three months because you had to. You know, you're basically committing you to the memory to switch it off. I'm not interested. I just wanted to try the service. And exactly um, the and, it's, yeah. and it's a premium stuff. It's like I, I've seen people saying once you've once you're used to no adverts, then to come it, back to it. Yeah, so it feels really I, sore. I would, I would buy a YouTube premium for just watching videos and not having adverts. What I don't and what I object to is having to pay for the music subscription and all the other features I don't want. I just, I, you know, not interested in music subscription. I've got my, got my music subscription elsewhere, so I'm not paying 15 quid or whatever it is just so I don't have to watch adverts in YouTube. But I have noticed that it's becoming more annoying and maybe that turns me off YouTube and moves me somewhere else. Ah, so so if you had an option of so instead of like the ten pound or twelve pound or fifteen whatever premium, if it was five pound just for the adverse piece, yeah, you know, you'd more I, likely to do that. I mean, even five pound a month seems a, a you know, if they got one pound a month from everyone, it's probably more than they would from people clicking through adverts. I don't know whether that's true. In fact, they've probably proved that no, it's not. But um, yeah, I, yeah, that would certainly interest me more if it was a fiver a month and that got rid of adverts. I'd be more happy, but I'm not willing to pay over the odds for that part mm. which is the only part i'd end up using magic leap augmented reality headset is now on sale we talked about this a few weeks back because we mentioned it a while back this is augmented reality this was is it kickstarter or something similar um uh, no no this was uh this was the one it's, it's been so google were back in it and it's been uh, okay. in, and it's, it's one of those it's been in development for years and it got a lot of buzz because they were getting lots of venture capital and lots right. of people going, I've seen the future. And then they put out a video, which they've now admitted was just, um, you know, bunkum. Um, <laughs> so the marketing team put out a video saying, this is what's going to come. And it was a whale, you know, coming out the floor. And you were like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And there was a, an article in the, it was in New York Times about a week ago. And the engineering team were like, yeah, we didn't want that out there. And when we saw it, we were disheartened. Um, because they knew they couldn't, they just could not match that. Sounds it like was... Silicon Valley. The, it sounds like a <laughs> it, yes, no, exactly. <laughs> yep, the head honcho giving all this big, big I am, and then it, you know, we can't do that for you. 
Well, it feels like when you watch an E3 game and you're like, that's that's not, you know, so I'm thinking like um, uh, Killzone, that was, was always one in the PlayStation. They would show you this amazing, like, I'm flying into this planet and I'm on this ship with all my Small troops. Small text, this is not in-game graphics. It, yeah. And I mean, you saw the actual game, you're like, it was nowhere near it. It was like, so So for then on, I just like ignored anything they showed. It was like, yeah. no chance. Um, so was, yeah, so this is so this is the one that makes you turn into Blinks the Time Sweeper, the old cat from Microsoft Games, where you look like a, a what's it, steampunk type person. Um, yeah, yeah. And they're saying it's, you know, it's reasonable. It has got slightly wider aspects, of field of vision than the Microsoft alternatives, but it is... Uh, slightly, is it cheaper or more expensive? It's slightly cheaper, but so, I mean, yeah. we're talking. I mean, it's three. Hololens is three grand, and this is two thousand seven hundred. So we're not, we're not, we're not talking. You massive. know, it's not. And and from what people have said, it's also a little bit fuzzy. Still, text isn't that crisp, and things are maybe a little bit transparent. Think all these things kind of ruin the illusion of what it's trying to create. Yeah, it still says it's it's impressive tech, but it's just it's maybe a generation or two away from yeah I mean, yeah. I mean it's like i think it's two two and a half years since i tried the hololens and seeing you put the hololens on it's very impressive mm-hmm. that that it's small you put this thing on and it's and it's just like a small iphone type screen mm. but you've got this big headset on but being able to like almost like pin objects you know like put, you know i could take your skype chat if, if we're on skype but i could take your skype chat and, and you know, put it on the wall and then make it make it the size of the wall yep. and then turn away and do other things and be talking to you and then turn around and you were still there still pinned up on the wall yeah. and it was and it was it felt quite improper you know and you, you've you've got an oculus you've maybe tried like the the um that art game from google mm, you could, yeah, you know, yeah. 3d paint and you could walk around it you were doing that kind of stuff as well, but it was rather than being totally immersed, you were mixing it with real world stuff. Kind and... of, it feels more movie like, right? As in, where the direction that movies have been saying we're going to go in for a while. So that more kind of, yeah, these are virtual objects in the real world rather than yeah, trying yeah. to recreate no, a whole virtual world. And it makes me think, just with the price point, that they're this this feels like how VR was twenty years ago. You know, when when people were saying VR's coming, and you looked at it and thought, oh, that's maybe only three, four, five years away. Because um, even with the Hololens, and I think this is the same. It's like it, it detects surfaces, so you can drop, mm-hmm. you know, you drop a glass and see if the desk's only a foot away, it doesn't smash. But if you drop the glass and it's three foot, it smashes. Yeah, and it and it knows all that stuff, and it makes it feel very immersive. But it's too. I mean, people aren't going to buy. You know, you know there's not going to be a hundred thousand people buying three grand headsets. Unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Galaxy Notes 9 has been um, released. So this is their sort of big phablet thing, isn't it? With a um, stylus and just say bigger than a regular phone, but smaller than a tablet. Um, it's got it's got all the power you might expect. It's got big battery life for even heavy users. Um, it's coming with Fortnite. It is coming with Fortnite. And this was the phone, if you remember, Chris, two years ago that, that started like blowing up. This was the one that they pushed oh, the battery know. tech just that little bit too far. And and, 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 phones, was... and planes got scared. Yeah. And um, they had to do all that battery recall mm-hmm. and recall, just basically cancel the product, which was, you know, huge. But they, but by all accounts, this is, um, they've nailed this one. And, um, you know, all review is very good. Stylus, again, Probably more, you know, um, enterprisey, officey type. You know, you can present with a stylus, mm-hmm. as in, you know, click next slide. Um, another, another interesting kind of enterprisey thing. But do you remember? Um, so I'm trying to remember what it was called. Was it? I want to say it was Dex, D E X, and I can't remember. It sounds like it. Samsung were doing a thing where you could plug in a plug in a stand, uh, and you plugged your phone in, uh, yeah, and, and it yeah, and it turned into like a mini tablet, tablet plugged yeah. into a monitor, and you could use a keyboard and mouse. So with this one, because they've got so much power in it, they don't need the little stand mm. that was a little fan and cooling mm. it down. You just basically plug in your display, Amazing. and you and you're away. And, and you and so and it literally is the it's got enough processing power that can work as a mini desktop if you need it to. Yeah. Um, so a very impressive piece of kit. Um, but Samsung have evolved. That Galaxy Note is I mean, that was the first one that went big, and lots of people started. You know, I'm talking maybe like six years ago. It started getting big. And that's when people were saying, oh, Apple, where's your big phones? And it took them a couple of years to respond. I mean, I still think it's too big, but that's just my... So but, do I. Like but, you say, it's, it, it has tr- spawned that, that market. Yeah, there, there are some... And I guess so that was that was the thing Samsung could do. They put out 20 different sizes. And yeah, and they, they could figured find the, out, the ones yeah, that people bought. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they've stopped doing that now. And they are down to just like, you know, a handful. You know, they've stopped that kind of splatter gun, which one's going to win. It's like, oh, these are the ones. 
Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they've done that good, done that well. We have lost new tweets from Alex Jones for seven days. The world is a sad place. So this, this, this annoys me because I still, I still generally prefer Twitter as a platform, but they're in such a mess over mm. banning people, especially um, right wing Nazis and free speech, and they're trying to be a and news organisation. Is that kind of where Alex Jones is coming from? He's a bit right wing. Yes, Infowars. Infowars is a it hosts you know a number of you know almost like right wing shock jocks, you know, mm. and total you know border and white supremacists, you know. Lots of ranting people get out and take back yeah. America to you know guns and all all, all the usual stuff, um, and and most of what he says is you know fake news, all that kind of stuff. And you know it's all unproven. And some of it get you know he's on the edge of you know he is saying on people you know go and attack people and mm. take your gun and take to the streets and let's defend the country and yeah. that's 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 not free speech you know that's starting to incite hate and he has targeted it's people it's not even and... starting is it <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um and my, my frustration is it's like so so the whole thing around alex jones was people were, were saying why why is he on itunes and why is he on mm. you know spotify as his podcast and apple was the first to blink and says right we're removing the podcast yeah and there was a there was a it was like a domino Within 24 hours of Apple deciding that, Facebook, Google, YouTube, Spotify, all Everyone those said, you're gone. Mm. And the last one was kind of Twitter, because Facebook banned a number of pages as well. And Twitter were like, we're not going to ban him because we're, you know, we need to present balance and he's not broken the rules. And then there was a, there was, I can't remember which, uh, there was a, you know, whether it was BuzzFeed or something like that, or New York Times, somebody did a, look at, here's 12 tweets he's put up that break the rules. Yeah. And as soon as that article was published within an hour, obviously some like Alex Jones or somebody's organisation went and deleted tweets, but right. they were still there. And then, but then he did another tweet which was about you know taking arms to streets. So, so that's when they said you're in the sin bin for seven days, and it's like I just seems feel, weak source, right? Yeah. So Twitter are trying to do this balance because he gets know, all this advertising from us talking about it. The fact that it's only exactly. seven days. By the time we've talked about it, it's off. So, and, and it's just meant, so lots of people, uh, lots of people are now, um, there was a thing last Friday where um, where people were saying, delete your account, just delete your account. If you if you don't, you know, if, if you do what you go back, you can do, just deactivate it. You know, you don't have to wipe it, you've got 30 days. And what has been interesting is, uh, we talked about this at the time, so, um, um, God, I can't even remember. So Mastodon was this alternative mm. um, Twitter, open source Twitter. Yep. Um, and it's seen a massive spike because, mm. and there's lots of people going. Actually, there's enough moved over now that we can have our conversations. We always said it's gonna, it's got to move to, it's got to move yep. to critical mass, and then suddenly, what used to be the master is the, you know, underling, and it just so takes not, that critical mass. Yep, they're not going to get the brands because the brands took a, a while to get to Twitter, and the apps are really rough, like the the third party apps were in the early Twitter days. Mm. But the difference with this one, it's not a company. It's a, an open source project. Um, it's all, you know, the guy that runs it is, is Patreon funded, you know, and it's it's a very different, and if you don't like a particular, um, you know, Mastodon server that you've joined, you can up and move somewhere else where maybe the admin's better and they are banning people and they are keeping, you know, they're taking just, hate out of it. It's, yeah, I just, you know, it's it's not going to, I personally don't think that will take over. Hundred percent. If if you do get that full critical mass, then Twitter becomes irrelevant. But just, I just think all the investment from you know media and how they all hook into all that side of things it's, and all it's the not gonna go. all the software and apps that go around that and and all the con- ingestion and hashtag Agreed. stuff. Yeah, anyway. no, I totally agree. And and I so I've I've actually been a bit more active in Mastodon, but I I can't quit the, the Twitter side of things because it's. You know, it's where I still get, you know, a lot of political news getting broken, a lot of news stories getting broken, there's a lot of sports stories getting broken. Yeah. Um, I still see some friends on there who will never move over. And I'm I'm fine with that. I just wish them I wish wish do you need to do something more than sit in the fence. Mm-hmm. And they start to talk about things like, you know, maybe we need to present as you as you see one particular, you know, right wing tweet will present other and it's like I don't want you presenting tweets that you decide is balancing <laughs> this. That's not your role in life. That's not it's, to me what Twitter is. Yeah, I don't... But equally, I don't know, it's a slippy slope, whichever direction you take. And that's why Apple struggled with this for ages. And they went down the parenting route, right? And that was equally as unpalatable. So, yes. you know, it's neither neither route is nice. And it's 
walking that line. I'm sure if you're trying to make these decisions, it's a lot harder. From afar, it looks easy. But um, mm. anyway, you know, pff, such as such. Tweetbot. Ban the Nazis. It's easy. <laughs> Tweetbot. And by the way, I'm not saying that is not a good thing. I am, <laughs> I am, all I'm trying to do is put some balance in, right? Um, Tweetbot uh, loses key features. So these are the API changes that are going to happen. And in order to comply and make sure that they're ready for those API changes, Tweetbot's had to make some changes. So if you do still use applications for Twitter, which I know one person on this call does, um, this is a bad thing. Yeah, Tweetbot, Twitterific. Um, so basically any third-party API, any any um, Twitter third-party Twitter client that was using the API um, is is fairly um, hampered now. We've seen it, can't, actually... it can't stream content, I think I'm right, so it can't ping it in can't... new uh, nope. tweets. You have to keep refreshing or whatever. Well, it, it kind of does it every two, three minutes now, so you're behind. Yeah. And I've got to be honest, it doesn't really impact me because I'm not you're following not... thousands of people. I'm not I guess seeing it would be that more engagement. In, in, more impactful if you're watching a live TV show or a live sports event yes. and you want to follow along in that kind of real time. Absolutely. Yeah. So that whole, and that's, and that's maybe what we've, we've not had a big... You know, there's not been a, you know, a World Cup game. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not been something where you're everybody's kind of watching and reacting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you think back to like Olympic Games. Everybody's talking about Olympic Games opening ceremony, and there was that whole engagement as yeah. you watched along, and yeah. that that's not happened yet. Um, but the bit notifications are gone. You don't know when somebody's liked or retweeted you, mm. so it feels feels pretty sore compared to you pretty know, pretty shallow. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and some apps have just shut down. They've yeah, just said, because like, what's the hell? It. What the hell point? Yeah. Yeah, so you can still use obviously the and what Twitter is saying is well we need to, you know the API was costing us money we need to invest uh, in new technologies um, and they're tell and they're obviously recommending their apps which is fine but on the Mac now they don't have a Twitter app they killed it. No, it's all web based now so it's all just the. Web and it's, I'm not using a website. Sorry. Oh, so yeah, that's how I still use all my. Oh, I hate it. Mm. I just I just don't I just don't like I don't like the direction they went in when they started no. saying you know let's. We'll show you, you know, like tweets that Chris has liked. And yeah. it's like, I, I don't want to see that. Quite right, too. <laughs> um, we Transfer has bought paper and paste. So We Transfer is, as I remember, it started off as this, you know, email clients couldn't deal with big, big file transfers. So We Transfer said, well, hey, we'll store those files and we'll put a link in your emails and and then you can send big files around without having to deal with it. Now, we can do that in loads of different ways now. So Dropbox and all those kind of things came along post that time to offering very similar services. But We Transfer seemed to be one of the first. It probably wasn't by any means, but uh, certainly picked up traction from that. And they clearly still got traction because they got enough money to ping around on um, paper. Um, paper was a big thing at one point, right? So paper was a sketching app, mm. and then they brought out their own um, pencil. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then they brought out Pace, which was a presentation, you know, collaboration okay. presentation tool um, for Teams. So, so I, I, I'm a bit like you. I always thought we tra- we transferred to me was like one of a thousand other companies that did mm. it, but it seemed to end up getting you know, most people. I still I still have people using it. Maybe they yeah, did some so good corporate accounts because they're certainly. I've seen lots of corporate clients still use WeTransfer. Uh, and I, I'm the same. So I'll still get zapped through, a, you know, grab it from here, it's here for five days. Yep. And whether it does that whole, I, I don't know whether it's just, you know, is it easy to use in Dropbox, is it cheaper? Or have they made the, you know, there's a unique link and it will be wipe it away in X days. And, and companies are happy out. with that kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, they just think, well, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to think about this. I just need to put it there, gives me the link and... It probably shows more than anything how long lasting, if you get into the corporate world, how long lasting yeah. having an account like that is because they all just think, well, that's just the service I use with WeTransfer. You know, that, and my bookmark remains and it's on the internet or whatever. So it's how so long it's, lasting it is. It, it just feels a strange, it, but but in some ways, I just wonder if uh, they're looking at, you know, a Dropbox starting to take the market and they're thinking we have to compete with some of the features that Dropbox have because Dropbox but have. Dropbox don't have a sketching app. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they've got a. I think they've not got a lot like, of docs type tool, and they've got a presentation type tool. I can't remember when exactly what they added in the end. Yeah, I mean, I don't use so... the business side of things anyway. I just use it for its file transfer and stuff. But, but yeah, sure interesting. Up with like, uh, yeah, yeah. So there's a Dropbox paper. App. Okay, so there is. <laughs> yeah, um, and and there's like I'm sure there was a thing about presentations, and you could collaborate on it. So 
Maybe, maybe that maybe is... they survive this long because they do only offer that really one dedicated service, which makes it real easy. Yeah. And maybe that yeah, yeah. maybe this is a bad move because of that. They're diluting what they're doing, but but I'm guessing they're doing it because they they need to see some business opportunity. Maybe they have stagnated. Yeah, we will never know. We are but consumers of the news, not makers of it. Facebook has removed 652 accounts that uh, were created to that well alleged to be influencing world politics um so these are accounts that sending out the news that they call fake and all the kind of twisted and biased uh you know writing of well it's fake news more than anything isn't it um and they've closed 652 so it shows how many there are and then if you think about 652 generating content all the time and how many times that gets shared by uh, people not testing facts, not checking facts, and then how massive that goes. You can see how it just spirals into feeding into everyone's, you know, timelines. Yeah, I think also shows because because I know Facebook were doing this before, but they feel they need to get on the front foot after the Cambridge Analytica stuff. So they're they're, they're making sure that everybody knows that we're fighting fighting this. And um, then there was one. So it's just like um, basically it was Russia and Iran. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was all tied to, to pages um, here, America, Middle East, Latin America, where they were trying to, you know, disrupt. You know, so there was one, I think there was one page, but I think it had about 50 or 40,000 um, followers, and, and it was a page about um, independent Scotland. And it was it was from Iran. Wow. <laughs> so, so it's... And these, we can be pretty sure that these 652 are only going to be the ones that are dead, obviously, doing this. There will be many, many more, which they haven't decided on or can't prove whatever so yeah, there's yeah. going to be more of a problem here but it's good as a starting point I guess yeah and as you say it's um, although there's maybe like you know 40,000 people following that page you don't it's the it's that ripple I, as they I start see to stuff share. in my news feed all the time and I'm always intrigued so I maybe dig into them a little bit more and have a look oh, around well, and, and there's well, well, how they've got there you mean yeah but how, why am I seeing this well, and I've seen someone like it so then I go and have a look at the original page and I often you know, do a search to see whether it's, you know, real, fake, and, and then sort of follow it through almost just to see how it all gets there. And, you know, there are accounts that are literally just spamming this these hateful yeah, uh, and yep. deliberately, you know, deliberately hateful content, which is, you know, one biased and totally fake, um, or at least not, you know, the, the, the way that's presented is not correct. And you just think, well, yeah, and I'm seeing this in my you know my feed so i've not yeah i've not seen much news the the ones i still see quite a bit are people um you know like that you know apple have apple have got a thousand imacs they need to get rid of because all the time we get them and 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 you can see it's like it's like you know it's like uh it all looks like an official apple but it's apple where a one instead of an l or an apple dot is Mm. the company name and it's like uh yeah they appear but i just yeah it's just some of the stories that you know police arrest blah blah you know for blah blah and then you look into it and it's, it's not true it's just yeah you know yeah facebook no uh, yes 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 so apple <laughs> yeah that's why i went to say if i said facebook <laughs> that's why i stopped you how about you take this story clearly <laughs> so, clearly starting early has not helped my tiredness i was gonna i was gonna I say, been yawning so. away so 33 minutes ago, hey, early after, sorry, late afternoon, and the energy levels are pumping. The- <laughs> oh, we have. Found, I found my limit, hundred <laughs> percent. So there was an app, an app about a year ago was launched called Onavo, and um, this is from Facebook, and it was a VPN app. Um, and and in fact, it's more than that. It was um, they bought this back in 2013. So Onavo has been along for a, a, a while. Facebook bought them, but I think it was about a year, eighteen months ago, that people started figuring out that. What they were really doing was tracking what you were using, you know. So yes, it's a VPN service, but they were they were really wanting to see, you know, yes, you can use this VPN, um, but really what we want to do is find out what app you're using and what data you're sharing and, and all that mm. good stuff. Um, so Apple this week um, said to Facebook, "Yeah, either take it down yourselves or we'll take it down. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not comfortable with what you're doing with this and how you're using the tool, and it's gone." There you go. Um, but it's still on Android. Of course it is. <laughs> we're we're liberal and they say fair over Android. None of this oppressive, overbearing people trying yes. to look after our best interests. 
Yep, so the official statement, we work hard to protect user privacy and data security through the Apple ecosystem. With latest updates to our guidelines, we made it clear that apps should not collect information about which other apps are installed on a user's device mm. for the purpose of analytics or advertising marketing and must make it clear what user data will be collected. So it wasn't just simply a, there's lots of VPN apps yeah. out there that are just like, pure yeah. VPNs and they're not tracking. Like this you say, a, it's purely, they must have come across data being transferred back to the Facebook site. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and some people are saying it's like it's amazing that on, on Avo and, and you know, Facebook fronting it was around for so long. Mm. It was a kind of obvious one that many people knew about, but in, it's gone. In, in, in. They've, they've released bigger drones that have got bigger cameras and bigger zoom on them. Is it time? Is it time for a new one? This is a disaster. This story. <laughs> so, so, should we put some history to this? You had a Maverick. Um, no, 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 no. I had a Phantom. A Phantom, right? Okay, so you had a Phantom. This was a nice, had a Phantom, which was early a big doors. one. You were, you were properly early adopter on that as well. Fa- Phantom three. So I had it for three years. Phantom three, big white plastic thing. Yeah. Which was which was great. Got great pictures, but. A, it was a massive, and, yeah, and people moaned at you. Well, it's just, it's just, it's like you can't just pop it in a bag. Um, the Mavic came out, I think, about eight, about two years ago, and it had foldy arms, and I was like, oh, but I'm not really using the drone, and it's still quite big. Then the Mavic Spark came out last year, and it was really and that tiny. Fit into your backpack, right? Yeah, well, the Spark was tiny, but the camera was crap. Right. Okay. I was like, I don't want that. But then the Mavic Air came out this year and Shaq picked one up. And see, <laughs> when I saw the size of it, it was like, right, I could hill walk. That could be my bag and I wouldn't know. It is, it is less than a And less the camera was good enough as a, you know. Camera was, was yeah, it was good enough. And it's been out a few times and it's really, and the only, the only little niggle, range, range isn't great. And, and you said supposed... to me the other day that you absolutely love this new drone and you'd never ever go back to another drone. I do. So, so DJI have launched two new Mavics, the Mavic 2 Pro and the Mavic 2 Zoom. And the Mavic 2 Pro, the interesting thing about that is it's got a, um, a Hasselblad design camera. Um, so it, the, the, the actual sensor on it's really good. The video you get off it is really good. So the quality-wise, have really stepped up. It's got, it's got so many sensors around it as well. You, you, you know, you would have to probably be a friend of the show, Paul, You'd have to be him to crash it. You know, you can, they, they are almost uncrashable. <laughs> Drowned in a weir. Sad, <laughs> sad stories. <laughs> you shouldn't laugh. It should, it's and, expensive um, because I'm, I'm, I'm drawing over a lock tomorrow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this could be tempting. Could fate. be a sheepish, sheepish. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, and, and so, sensors everywhere. Um, and, and the Mavic Pro. So, there's another one. It's an Mavic Two um, Zoom. An interesting thing about the zoom is it's probably the, the, the camera is similar to what was in the original Mavic, but it's got a zoom on it, so mm-hmm. it lets you do nice, interesting effects. So rather um, than just the panning shots, you can actually get some panning and movement. Yes. Yeah, going like and the quality looks superb, looks amazing. Last week, Jack was like, I'm getting tempted. <laughs> Monday, Monday comes to work, I've sold my ear. Oh, wow. And I said, I said the words, you're a madman. I can't believe you're doing this. The whole point there was it's pocketable and it's yeah. easy to carry. Anyway, I know. I, I might buy one. So. <laughs> you're a madman as well. I'm a madman. Now, but uh, I can see the attraction of better things. It's, it's just you're going to have to go properly out on a droning mission again rather than just you know having it as an optional. I have my tip. camera bag out to pack for tonight. Yeah. And, um, and, and the thing I'll be checking tonight is see once I've got everything in there. You know, does How it feel like left? because the 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 Mavic is double the weight of wow. the of the Air, and it's it's not it's it's not not far off double the it's double the height and a little bit longer. So size wise, not too bad, but double the weight. You know, you're up near a kilo, and just when you throw everything in the bag, you're like, oh. but the extra quality it would be nice. And I'm all you're you're always chasing the better quality, and there's certainly times when. Although I've liked the image, it, you can you see the softness can, of it, yeah, yeah. and you can see some pixelation and noise, and you're like, oh. yeah. But then you remember you've got a little tiny thing the size of your hand, and like it's a mile away, taking pictures. It's like this is phenomenal, and and it just, it, it's just one of those things. I mean, DJI to me, I've got the drone market sewn up. Uh, they've yeah. got all the different price points. And it's up to you where it's that combination. And it's a really hard choice now. It's a bit like. Does your pocket stretch to having both as an option? Like keeping. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't use it enough. Mm -hmm. You know, that would be madness. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> What's the best way of getting everyone to turn on 2FA? What do you reckon the best way? Um, I don't, I, some sort of infomercial, um, some sort of like, you know, you're going to get hacked unless you do it. I don't know. Ah, that would be almost good advice to do that. No, what you do is you attach yourself to the biggest game that's out there, put it on, uh, give I, what, Fortnite, and you get given an emote or something if you activate 2FA. And so this... that has sent the usage of Google Authenticator from being probably a small app, do you reckon? Small? Yeah. And where is it now in the charts? Number two. Number two in the UK iOS charts. Not just like in the kind of like geeky security sets. Only second to WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. So there's more people um, downloading. And, and so fair enough, most people have probably got Instagram and Facebook and that kind of thing. Sure, but they've Google, already got it, yeah. If if we'd sat a year ago, after playing the first for, you know, Fortnite yeah. as it came out, yeah. and said, "See in a year's time, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be gonna... responsible for everyone getting two FA." Like, yeah, what? You'd be like, "How does that work?" Yeah. So, fair play, Epic Games, um, you know, give it a perk, and and so we've seen, you know, so they're making what hundred, two hundred million a month just from cosmetic, you know, costumes and people buying it. And this is another one where they've said, actually, we'll give you one for free if you go and turn on 2FA. And lo and behold, um, everybody's downloading Google Authenticator. And, um, and I mean, it's great for Google cool. Authenticator. And actually, because the app's there now, people might understand what they use it for uh, for yes. other accounts. Yes, I had a scary discussion with a colleague at work today or yesterday just about um, how, how he uses one password. And I thought he meant one password for the app. <laughs> he literally uses one password. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, more yeah. he should go and play Fortnite. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to say to him next week. Say, have a play company, Fortnite. have a company, yeah, day where everyone just goes and plays Fortnite. Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talk about that, but Gamescon's been going on. Um, um, have you really noticed? I've I've only noticed a couple of stories in my feed that I've cared yeah, about. Yeah, it's been been quiet, very quiet. It's it gaming for it's big business nowadays and i guess it's just the amount of big business it takes longer to well, not necessarily longer to build these games but it's, i guess it's more risk and people are being more cautious around it um i also get i also get so there's lots of delays into next year I and mean, i think there's a there's a there's four triple a titles that are all i think it was either february 22nd or february 29th they're all coming mm. out so something's going to change there right you know, and crackdown is one of those it's going to shift again i just think yeah, that's doomed. They're not good. yeah it's a bit um but it also feels like um so like on the sony side next gen's coming so i think next year's e3 will all be about the ps5 in 2020 so you're giving it the current, tail end this current gen has just felt i don't know i certainly since the the x has come out xbox one x it's just felt dead all the technology's there but the they're not either able to make use of it or they just can't be bothered it's 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 strange it's very strange i mean so sony have had the better games they've had the they had the better console at the start they had the better games microsoft have, have now got the better console and i think they've got the studios in place but that's going to take two yeah, three years to like, land uh, so maybe they're all pl- i mean but they've all said that next generation isn't really next generation it's next iteration so yeah and, and i guess uh, you know they've 4K was powerful on Xbox, but it's just never, it's ne- it's not powerful enough still. Um, you know, it's only just 4K and it's not really true 4K in many respects. And it still huffs and puffs, mine does, um, when it when it's really working well, hard. So, so even No Man's Sky, there's certain bits of No Man's Sky. Really, you'll, you'll you can hear judder, the fans, they get the judder and the, the fans kick in massively. And, yeah. yeah, but there are some games that were talked about. So. Yeah, so what's coming then? Um, so Shenmue. Um, you need to be probably an old Doomcast player to remember Shenmue. So Shenmue came out Doomcast, much loved. Shenmue 2 came out and then it all kind of fell away. And there's a Kickstarter three, four years ago about Shenmue 3 and they're saying August 2019 launch. Okay. So that was a... Uh, so not very far it's just, away. Uh, well, it's a year. Like, it's a few days' time. What, a year? 2019? Oh, that's yeah, that's the wrong year. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was sitting there thinking, this is going to, there's going to be a penny drop moment here. No, it didn't happen, did it? No. <laughs> um, I, there was a Untold Drawings doing a next, you know, the, the, the Dark Pictures, a horror game anthology. Blah. PUBG, this, this one for me was controversial. So it's leaving early access in September 4th. It's still very much a broken game. <laughs> um, I, I, I have enjoyed it. 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 
I think it's a, I think it's a, sh- a real shame that one of the biggest uh, news stories for Xbox is the fact that they're just removing the beta title from <laughs> from a game yeah, that's yeah. still beta. <laughs> so it's frustrating. I, well, I find that. it weird that um, it, that that they actually you know the, the the actual publisher had a whole post about here's how we're fixing it. And then two weeks later, it's like, oh, and by the way, it leaves early access and it's a proper game now. It's like, but you've just two weeks ago said you're having to fix it. It's um, so we'll see what comes. There's seemingly that sort of popular war mode is going to be switched on, and there's going to be an extra map. And and we've we've not touched it in no, a couple it could of, be two or three months because um, the new map came out. We gave it a go. It's all a bit flawed and broken. Um, it felt a bit dead, just got and to that turns out to be. Time, bugs and it was like that uh, whatever so um days um coming to xbox next week uh, so it's in early access okay um it's a survival and, game uh, yeah so, so zombie survival game so okay so yeah. i'm guessing that's resource management all those kind of nice things and that was originally targeted for playstation 4 and talked about it's, it's almost like crackdown-esque in the amount of mm. times it's been demoed at multiple e3s and game shows so next week something's getting released I have seen a lot of hype around Sekiro. So this is the next game from from software. Um, the people behind... Uh, sh- oh God, Dark Souls. Dark Souls. <laughs> and also, what was the other one they did? The, um, the one uh, on PlayStation exclusive. Uh, uh, um, you can think about that one. Uh, um, Bloodborne. There Bloodborne. Yes. So... And Damn, this is a very, <laughs> this is a very, in some respects, a similar game as in it's it's real tough. It's action fighter. It's a little bit different. It's not got the RPG elements, um, but I say the hype around it is big. People are saying it's an amazing game to play if you like that style of game. It's very very hardcore. Um, do expect to die lots, etc. But say that's probably the biggest hyped game, and for still an early demo. Um, but the, the the reviewers who are very critical in their very na- in their just by nature. Um, were very happy with what they'd seen so that is exciting and, and that comes out in march, so march still next a year. long time away before you even get the you know early release so but the fact that they've got a game already that's that played so slickly was what excited them because they thought that because the rest of this time can now be spent putting in place everything you need to do things level design yeah well you've just, you've got you've got six seven months of polish now aren't you it's, it's all the level design <clears throat> work the story work and the you know the just action side of things so yeah is that good news for that if you like those style of games i've just um pre-ordered my red dead redemption which is only a few months away now so it's it's um is I it not end of is it end of september or is it no, i think it's october? end of october yeah so so i guess since we've last podcast the the actual gameplay trailer came out mm. and i thought it looked stunning i just think it looks amazing yeah yeah so i, I need to do the same as you I need to pre-order you know how uh, the the latest um, GTA took a massive step up in storytelling with that multiple angles idea that no one had really done before and just actually it turned it into a movie that you could play rather than a thing. And I think they're taking that to the next step again. So and say the the visuals and even the gameplay itself just does look so slick. I'm very excited for that game because the, the original game was for my still still for me was the best game ever and was dead slick mm. so i'm good at that oh yeah i mean it's a it's a must buy you know it's one of those it's like and fun enough i feel the same about and i know i know i know <laughs> this is going to be controversial i know you were like i hate this game <laughs> and the last one you didn't you didn't mind it as much but see when i look at the next battlefield that's coming it looks uh, you know proper it, nailed on it's a it's a sign of how much i was okay with the last one is like yeah i probably would buy the next one um that which is well, I, you know, I feel faint yeah <laughs> because i did i eventually got into but at times i wanted to kill myself and everything else while playing that game which is never a good sign for a game is it but i loosened off to that eventually yes um spider-man 4 uh playstation exclusive also being touted quite heavily and i saw of some uh sort of demos and uh, screenshots and things like that, or videos from that and i noticed that again everything of them all, all of the little t- text at the bottom of the screen was this is in-game cinematics and okay it looked it looked absolutely incredible and you could tell it was computer graphics we think might as well be video because if, if it's cinematics it's not game engine it's not what i'm going to actually be playing it's just the cutscenes, and people have been able to make cutscenes look amazing or you, you can make a cutscene look as amazing as you like can't you and my worry is quick time events. So a lot of the fighting still feels that old quick time event type, you know, press A, press B, press X, press Y, dodge here, dodge there. Um, 
It, but I did. I read a couple of paragraphs that says the actual um, web slinging and going around the city is is amazingly immersive now. And I remember this. Um, I can't remember the name of the game, but it was a, it was a Spider Man game, quite an early one, where the, it was more along the sort of the Batman type Arkham Arkham Asylum. Well, the, the, just the freedom yeah. of the city where yeah. you could just traverse it however you liked and move to wherever yeah. you liked. And I, I think they probably recreated that and actually captured that again in this with the new visuals and the new spangly stuff. But it does frustrate me that you get these in-game cinematics which are not game engine driven, and they that they're the things you see on YouTube, and you, you think oh, that's a you know that's a that's a lie, <laughs> basically. Yeah, and, and and I think it's like it's comparing that to. You know, when you look at something like Red Dead, you know, and what they end when up delivering. That is the game engine that you're watching. Yeah. They, you know, it's just, yeah. And that's, that's the difference between, I guess, probably the budgets even that are associated with those two titles. It's just what what you can do with a game is incredible when you have the team, the talent and the time and the money to do it. And, and that's the thing. So so definitely, you know, things like, you know, Rockstar, they give their games time. Yep. You know, and you can see the polish as well, soon as it comes how out. How long has it been since Red Dead? five six um, years maybe even oh, i was going to say like decade eight or nine. yeah maybe yeah i think it's um while you oh. have a look at that we've got to the end of our news so i'll just say if you want to um find out more about us and what we do it's digitaloutbox.com uh if you want to email us info at digitaloutbox.com and twitter is digital outbox i'm on twitter although 2010 wow so that's what no way 2010 oh my god it was released for playstation 3 and xbox 360 in may 2010 yeah it was the second title in the red dead franchise after 2004's red dead revolver yes which no one really played <laughs> no uh but it's like eight years wow uh red dead redemption 2 was announced in october 2016 yeah so been been a long time for it already but uh, it was always coming but they, i guess they had to do something special for it and, and there's no need to follow it up. Um, if you want to, my racing blog is, so motor racing blog is academyracer.co.uk and my running blog is cheesy.blog. Ian, your, where's your delicate um, set of places we can find you? Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you how to get me in Masters and Aura and Michael blog. So I'm just <laughs> going to say I'm a Twitter sweeper, my blog's ind.net and um, iandick.com for all photography needs and maybe a new drone review in a couple of weeks time Ah, interesting i look forward to it (laughs) that'll be i'll be such a such a muppet for doing this (laughs) you know it's going to happen thank you very much for listening and we'll speak to you soon goodbye goodbye Any time that you go back to your browser, every time you log on and you go straight back to that site and you go and look at it, you read the specs and then you go, and ha- oh, no, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. No. And then you go but, back to your browser, you put that on the site, you read the specs. And you, oh, specs, not do it. specs I'm fine, specs I'm fine. It's when you're actually thinking, well, this all fit. You, you've re- <laughs> you realise you've made, you've made the mental commitment to this. It's now just about adopting, well, I could uh, always adapting buy a everything bigger, else. A bigger camera bag, or maybe a smaller I can't. camera. No, I can't. Or maybe I could not take any spare clothing out on me on the hills, <laughs> so that I've got space. <laughs> Lighter yeah. jacket. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember the naked rambler? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to be the naked naked droner. <laughs> Well, at least they won't be objecting to you taking drone pictures of them. (laughs) Exactly. I don't need a Zoom one. Anyway...